This is Over the Ledge. On 98.1 WQAQ. Welcome everyone into another episode of Over the Ledge. I'm your co-host Connor Core alongside Cameron Lavasser. We aren't in studio at Quinnipiac University. We are doing this over Skype to be posted to Spotify, which you are hearing right now. Uh, Cameron, how has been your break so far? Last few days, class is finally over. How are you feeling? Uh, yeah, it's been great to just finally get a chance to kind of sit back and relax for a few days. And yeah, how about you? Yeah, uh, the past few days have not been the greatest because <laughs> I've told you, but people haven't heard. So classes got, oh, I got home Friday night, Friday, like mid afternoon. And then Friday night, I went to go see the new Spider-Man movie, which we'll get into a little bit later with my friends at the movie was at 10 o'clock and then literally eight hours later i had to be on a flight to charlotte to take connecting flight to savannah georgia to drive back up with my aunt and her two kids so the past about three days from the time of this recording have been a lot of driving and flying and very little sleep so uh, <laughs> it could be better for a long-winded answer that was the drive though uh, it was 16 hours. We did it in two days. We stopped in Blacksburg, Virginia, uh, right across, like if I stepped outside off the hotel, like campus, I'd actually be on Virginia Tech's campus, but it would, it would have been cool if there were actually kids on campus, but classes are obviously over. So kind of wasn't worth going onto campus and walking around. VT is a big campus, isn't it? Oh yeah. It is extremely big. We walked, we drove past right, right past frat row and you may not believe it but there was nobody there so even <laughs> even at a frat so all right we should probably just get right into sports yeah let's get right into sports so let's start with our picks and then we'll talk about you know we'll talk about both college football bowl games coming up uh omicron variant taking over covid and then we'll should we start with a little bit of talk about week 15 because a lot of stuff happened last week oh a lot of stuff has happened <laughs> uh, it's been a busy week i've heard i've heard a lot of people saying that it's one of the craziest nfl seasons and in short the week has been very yeah the crazy. afc the afc standings if you look at the if you pull the afc standings up right now they are the craziest i think i've ever seen them yeah every single game is either within a half a game or one game the getting in the there, are only, there are only three teams in the whole afc that aren't 500 or above which is crazy yeah yeah i think we talked about it last week how yeah the AFC is just like actually good besides, you know, the Texans and the Jaguars, but that's besides yeah. the point. <laughs> Don't forget about the Jets. Oh, can't forget about the Jets. It there's there's eight teams in the NFC that are below 500. And there's three in the AFC? Yeah. Yeah, and they're the that's three crazy. of the worst teams that's in the league. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Lions won. <laughs> yes. I, if you saw on our, did you see that I posted on the story over the ledge? I did. I did. did? Yeah. Yeah. I was, did you want to give your thoughts about the game? Like, um, obviously well, you've been rooting for this game. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I didn't, I wasn't able to watch the game because we had the Steelers game on because that's what we had locally. But I watched the highlights and especially like the first time I like, I wasn't really I paying attention to it until I saw the ESPN notification at like halftime. And I was like, it's really happening. Yeah. Like, and you, I've been talking about it all year. Like, yeah, as you've a been joke, talking about this is, that this is going to happen. 
and then it happened. Yeah, <laughs> you legitimately manifested it and spoke it into existence. So Dan Campbell must have heard your message somewhere. He's definitely listening. He just hasn't told us yet. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> for as bad of a record as the Lions have, all those players love Dan Campbell. Exactly. Yeah. Videos. They want to win with that guy. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. It's definitely – I think the organization is definitely not going to get rid of him like they like the Jaguars did with Urban Meyer in 13 games. No, I think – yeah, I think he's definitely something I would want to run a wall through. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely want to run through a wall for him. Did you, did you catch any of the highlights from that game? Uh, I, I don't think I saw any of the highlights. I did see the score, though. It was like 27 to like 6 at one point, and then ended up being like 30 to like 17 or something like that. Yeah, the, the Cardinals didn't get into the end zone until like four minutes left in the game. But in the, game, yeah. the Lions kicked an onside kick in the first quarter. So I don't know. <laughs> If that says anything about how Dan Campbell coaches, then he does not care about analytics. He's just he's looking to just win. That's all it really is. Craig Reynolds too. What a dog! Yes, absolute dog. I From will say D2 all the way to the NFL. Yeah, like he true. said, he's been cut like six times or something like that. That's crazy. yeah. So that like the backup quarterback for the Packers. Uh, I think it was this week. He's been playing the NFL for like six games. I mean, six years, and he never took, like, an NFL snap, and he suited up and did the uh, victory formation snap. I think it was in – was it last this past week's game, or was that two weeks ago? I'm not sure. Wasn't there, like, a Packers quarterback that's, like, suing the league or something because he wasn't playing? Oh, I have no idea. QB. I don't know. I saw a story, like, oh, he – well, no, that is about Deshaun Watson. Okay, I saw I saw something the other day. I saw something the other day about a quarterback suing somebody in the NFL, but I don't really know. I, I can't uh, remember what it was. Did you want to talk about the Steelers game a little bit? Uh, yeah. So the Steelers game that. was a roller coaster of emotions, to say the least. You know, Jay, Joe Hayden came. Joe Hayden came back for the first game in like I think it was four or five games, and uh, he showed up and showed out. You know, he had the I think at that point the game ceiling interception because the Steelers would come down and kick the field goal to go up nineteen to thirteen. We almost gave the. Uh, to be honest, I, don't, I already forgot who they were, who they were playing. Who the Titans. Playing? <laughs> the Titans, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're we're already on to the Chiefs this week. Yeah, so they they I feel like they give the Titans a little too much time, but obviously, you know, we got the win and uh I'm very happy. I think I said last week that, you know, my Steelers fan, obviously I'm picking the Steelers, but my sports media unbiased opinion was thinking the Titans, but I'm well, glad I'm glad I picked the Steelers. They were down fourteen to three for a long time in that game. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then they finally decided to they actually kept it close in the first half, which I think last, two weeks ago when they played the Vikings was not the case, and they had to play catch-up the entire second half. But I'm glad they kept it close in the first half and was able to explode in the second half. The, you know, the, the Steelers team this year, especially the past few games, have reminded me a lot of the Penn State team from 2016 that won the Big Ten Championship and lost in the Rose Bowl to USC, where they were a second – like you could tell that they were a second-half team, like two completely different teams, and – I don't like that in the NFL because, you know, NFL teams can get up to such a big lead and you have to play catch up. But, you know, it's where the Steelers are at right now. And um, Mike Tomlin is probably going to be the best coach to go down in Steelers history. I'm just going to I'm just going to put that out there right now. 
I want I have a question and I want you to give me an honest answer. Okay. Right now, right now, do you think the Steelers will actually make the playoffs? Right now, in how close the AFC is. I don't know, honestly, because like a lot of things have to happen. And I saw on a Bleach Report blog saying that any NFC team that plays a higher AFC team, I should be rooting for. And like any higher, like, you know, it's so like I'd have to root for the 49ers this week to play the Titans again. And the Packers are playing the, the Packers are playing the Browns this week. So if the Packers win, that moves the Steelers up. And if they win this week, so I, I have confidence that they will. I won't say how much confidence exactly, but I think they can. I think. Even with the schedule that they have left? I think that's with a, a, tough, a lot. A I know, tough schedule, yeah. Because we got to play the Browns again, the Ravens again. We're playing the Chiefs this week. And then we're playing. That's I, the end of the season. There's only the three games left. That's what I thought. For some reason, I thought we were playing the Colts. You know yeah, who did play the Colts, though? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't watch much of the Patriots game this week, but from what I did see, it did, it didn't really seem like it. Kind of just seemed like the Colts had an answer for everything that was that the Patriots threw at them. Yeah, like, it kind of it kind of felt like the old school like run the football down your throat and something's gonna happen eventually. And yeah. that and Jonathan Taylor's like How many yards did Jonathan Taylor have a lot? Uh, a lot, yeah. I think it was 130. It's 170. 170. Oh god. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I I didn't get to watch much of it, but it it didn't seem like the prettiest game. But somebody had to figure them out eventually after the seven game winning streak. Yeah, eventually, it eventually was going to come to a close. I mean, the Patriots have been gone on winning streaks before, even going 15 and one the year they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. I won't talk about that anymore. They went 16 and L. They went 16 and L and then lost in the Super Bowl. Yeah. My bad, my bad. Carson Wentz threw 57 yards in that game. Yeah, it was like another Mac Jones performance. He, he, no, he, he threw 12 passes. passes. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the Green Bay-Baltimore game? I did not. That was It was honestly one of the best games I've seen in a while. Throughout the whole season? Yeah. Mm, okay, like, I'll have to watch the highlights. Yeah, the, the Ravens were down. They came back. Uh they went for two. They were down. They scored a touchdown with 40 seconds left. They were down 31-30, and they went for two and didn't get it. So the Packers. Oh, won. I did. I did hear about yeah. it. Yeah, didn't with yeah with Harbaugh. Decided. How do you How do you feel about like a decision like that to go for two in that situation? Uh, when you're down one. Yeah. Instead of sending uh, it to OT. So I feel personally that with the leg that Tucker has, I would rather play it safe. Unless you have like a sure, for sure two point conversion that you know you can get no matter what. Other than that, I would rather play it safe to live to fight another day in overtime because when you kick that extra point, you have you should have the confidence in your defense to get you a stop if the other team has the ball first. And like having confidence in your other positions besides special teams. And but, but in my opinion, I'd probably go with I'd probably kick the extra point and play for overtime. Because it's not – it's different from college. So, if you – if you other team scores a touchdown first, the other game's over and it could end in a tie. Yeah. I'd rather have it end in a tie than lose. But that's just my opinion. Well, if the other team scores first, then you lose. Yeah, the game's over. But, yeah. like, yeah, just, like, having that confidence in your yeah. defense, you don't get the ball first. That – I think the Ravens are good enough to where the Packers – 
could have not gotten a touchdown. But then again, we're talking about Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. So yeah. anything's possible, really. So. Well, the, the Ravens didn't even have Lamar quarterback for this game. Yeah, they had, they had their back. Huntley. Yeah. Who's and an undrafted scored, quarterback from Utah. Yeah, undrafted. And he scored two touchdown, two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And that's he like played, – He played an amazing game. Yeah, I think – Especially for – was that his first start or did he start – I think he might have started the before. Did he start the week before? This, I think he started last week. So yeah. Start. Yeah, and this was uh, like the only – he's the only Ravens quarterback to have two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns. Like, even Lamar hasn't done that, which I thought is pretty cool. Wow, that's that's actually surprising. Yeah, I saw it, uh, that on Instagram. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Someone make him a song. Yes. Trace McSorley 2.0. <laughs> I will not start singing right now. <laughs> so, how'd you do with your picks this week? Uh, so far with the two games that are left to be remained, I did have a good week, so I will end the week on a winning record. So coming into the week, I was 92, 65 and one. And then this week I was nine and five, which is pretty good. And then my total record is 101, 70 and one. So I think the difference maker in my record this week was the Lions game Mm. because I went 10 and four with the games that we've had so far. Yeah. And I went from 79 and 79 overall to 89, 83 and one. So, so I just I'm thought about, about 500. I was going to, I was just getting ready to think. I was just thinking about this. What happens if you don't finish above 500? I don't know. We didn't place a bet on that. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. But like, would it be just like for bragging rights? Like, is this what this whole thing's about? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember. Did we put a bet on this at the beginning of it? I don't think so. Well, I think I feel like we should. I don't know. It, you're it's like, like the end of the you're season, like, like 13 games up on me with three yeah. weeks season. So I, I, don't, I don't think. I don't. I don't think <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our week 16 predictions. Uh, I'll let you start with our Thursday night game, the 49ers and the Titans. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Titans are gonna have a bounce back week this week. I mean, the who did the the Forty Niners? They played the yeah they they blew out the Falcons this week, but it's the Falcons, yeah. so it's not really it's not saying much. They're not the best team in the world, regardless, even though they do have a winning record. But I am taking the Titans. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Titans as well. Uh, like you said, just I think they're gonna have a bounce back week. I don't know if Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry like done for the year or is he like trying uh, to start back? i thought he was done for the year i mean i can google it yeah I'm, I'm looking up right now julio jones might be out on thursday too it just depends though yeah uh Derek henry he's on track to return by playoffs so he won't be playing this week whoa <laughs> what was that oh uh, i went on the nfl.com and an ad popped up <laughs> So we're gonna have to. I don't. I don't think we have to delete that out. No, I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. But he said it on track to return by playoffs, so he he's not he's not playing for this game. So obviously they're gonna have to rely a lot on their passing game, but I think they can get it done this week. I didn't realize that the Niners were in a playoff spot right now, though. Are they That's in the wild card? Yeah, they're in the second wild card spot. Okay. And then yeah, then then the Cardinals have the one seed. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're yeah they're sitting at the four seed in the NFC right now though. Oh, okay. They did lose to the Lions. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next game, the Browns versus the Packers. I'll start this one off. Um, 
I'm going to take the Packers. You know, the the Browns are looking like to be in the good old Browns, you know, just completely in shambles, losing to the Raiders this week. I think 19 to 15 was the final score. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take the Packers. They The Packers have been on the uptick. They just clinched the NFC North. So they're yeah. at least in the playoffs. So I'm going to stick with the Packers. Uh, I'm, I'm also going with the Packers. You know, you said the Browns got – they're kind of in shambles this week, but that was mostly due to COVID. I mean, yeah, half, their, half yeah. their team was out, but really, yeah. I don't. I honestly, I don't know if they're coming back this week. So mm-hmm. I'm, regardless, I think I would take the Packers, especially if half their team's coming back. Like they're gonna take them a while to get reacclimated yeah. to the full game speed. Um. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I don't know if they're coming back. Yeah. I guess we'll find out later in the week. Yes. All right, we got the Colts against the Cardinals. Um, Cameron, I'll let you start. Who do you got? Uh, yeah, the the Colts are playing once again on Saturday night, but I think this time they're going to lose. I think the Cardinals are going to have a bounce-back game. Nobody wants to lose to the Lions. I feel like that there's definitely some embarrassment in that locker room after that game, so I feel like yeah. the Cardinals are going to come back here. Yeah, I'm just I'm actually going with the complete opposite. I think the Colts are actually going to get the win. You know, I think they – They've known they've known that they've had the hidden gem in Jonathan Taylor, but now now the world knows about him after that Patriots game, and I don't think the Cardinals have the greatest run defense, so they're gonna rely on you know Jonathan Taylor first, then the play action pass with Carson Wentz. I know we on over the past few years people have been like making fun of Carson Wentz, but he's actually been playing playing pretty well recently for the for for the Colts. So I'm looking for the Colts to get the win over the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't think I don't really think Jonathan Taylor's been that much of a hidden gem, especially considering he had five touchdowns against the Bills. But yeah, well, like even then, people <laughs> yeah. really haven't been talking about him a lot. Only the fact that like yeah, oh, I'd he's say he's underrated, but people don't yes, think know he exists. He yeah. said a touchdown in one, two, three, four, five, six, eleven straight games. Oh wow! Oh wow! All right. Yeah, definitely something to look forward to, though. Is he in the? Do you think he's in the contention for MVP right now? I think so. I would. I would I mean, put it, that conversation. Is one of the graphics that they had popped up, um, in in that game with the Patriots, they talked about how their uh, former NFL running back MVPs stats through fourteen games, and yep. his like neck and neck with like Adrian Peterson, the Damian Thomas, and Barry Sanders, like all those guys, and I don't see why he shouldn't win MVP, but there are also a lot of great players in the league as well. AP was the last non-quarterback MVP, right? Yeah, I think it that I was think like he, 2011. I think it was 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, Adrian. I was in it popping up. <laughs> it says they the only thing that's popping up right now is in 2008 he was the NFL Pro Bowl MVP, not the well, he didn't win it in 2011 or 2013. Oh, so. no, it was 2013. No, it's telling me Peyton Manning. Adrian, I, I'm Bleacher Report right now. It says Adrian Peterson, NFL MVP, 2013. It says 2012 on Pro Football Reference. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. Um, yeah, it says on the first sentence it says, despite playing quarterback-driven league, Adrian Peterson won the 2013 NFL Most Valuable Player. 
and is only getting started. Hmm. Well, I don't, I don't know what's going on here, but anyways. Yeah. The internet. Let me got a little bit sidetracked there, but yeah. <laughs> uh, going into the Sunday matchups, the first one is Detroit and Atlanta. So I'll let you take it away. I am going to hop on the Detroit train this week against the Falcons. You know, I think they've won the last two out of like four games. And I think <laughs> it doesn't sound like much because they've only won two games. But, you know, I think Dan Campbell is finally sl- very slowly getting the ship turned around. And I think with, you know, more years down the road and better draft picks coming up that, you know, the future's not looking so dim as it used to in Detroit. And it all starts, you know, this week with the Falcons. Hopefully they can keep replicate the success they had against Arizona. Yeah, if you if you take away the first 12 weeks of the season, the Lions have a winning record right now. So Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm I'm going to take the Lions as well. I feel like they've won two out of the last three. I feel like they're going to come in strong here and beat the wheels off the Falcons, who have yeah. been struggling. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving over to the AFC North matchup. The Ravens going up against the Bengals. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals over the Ravens. Um this may not help the Steelers situation to get into the playoffs, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the Bengals. I'm not sure when Lamar's coming back. Um, and the Bengals have been playing lights out, which is weird to say, and it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick the opposite and go with the Ravens because the Bengals have, they've lost two of the last three and they also struggled to beat the Broncos this week. Yeah. Even with Teddy Bridgewater getting carted off. Hopefully yeah. he's okay. Hopefully but, he's okay. And the Ravens, even if Lamar doesn't come back, I feel like they do have a trusty quarterback now in, yeah. in Tyler Huntley. So yeah, yeah they definitely the found Ravens. something in. They definitely found something in their backup quarterback. Can't believe sure. he didn't get drafted. Yeah, that's that's true. I think he was the quarterback to come right after Jordan Love that got drafted by the Packers. So yeah, I don't know. yeah, they weren't really looking for him to be coming in doing what doing what he does now. <laughs> All right, moving on to the Rams against the Vikings. I'm going to take the Rams, you know. You know, the Rams are the Rams. Solid defense, solid offense, solid team. Get the dub. Yeah, I'm going to go with that as well. Yeah. There isn't much more to be said there. The Vikings might – the Vikings haven't been playing that bad recently. They're in the playoff hunt right now, so they might come out and shock the world. But I feel like this is going to be a Rams win. Definitely. All right, now going over to the Bills and Patriots. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots in this game. Uh, you know, hopefully the weather is in New England is a lot better than it was in Buffalo a few weeks ago, because I know you as a Patriots fan probably doesn't want to see Mac Jones throw the ball only three times. Uh, you know, if, if Mac Jones throws the ball three times and we win, I could care less personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the win. Yeah. But I feel like this is going to be a very different game to the last time, considering I I believe the weather looks all right for that day. Yeah. So, I don't know. The The Bills haven't seen what the Patriots can do when it's not 85-mile-an-hour wins, and likewise, the same way around. So, I feel like – I feel like, I, I do feel like the Patriots are going to win this game. They're my pick. But I think it'll be a much closer game than last time. Yeah, I definitely. I agree. I agree. Now to a wash game to say the least, the Jags against the Jets. Uh, you know, I'm going to 
pick the Jets because I don't know who to pick and who's going to win. You know, <laughs> last week when the Houston, when the Texans and Jaguars played against each other, the uh, Texans just blew them out of the water. So I'm going to think that the Jets are going to do the same, but who knows? I started the Jaguars defense in fantasy. Mm, man, you must have lost that game. No, I won. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's first week of playoffs. Nice. <sighs> they were the highest, like, they were the highest rated defense or, like, highest projected defense that was on waivers. So I picked them up, and then they did that. But at least they didn't go into the negatives. Yeah. Are you in playoffs for fantasy? Yeah. So, yeah, the first week of playoffs was this week in one of my leagues. But then my other week, other my other league, we're having, like, two weeks' worth of playoffs. We're, like, I play the same opponent for two weeks. And then the championship game is the last two weeks of the uh, regular season. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's how it's working for here too. Yeah. So like in my one league, the first round I'm winning right now, 167 to 109, and I still have two guys to play, and my opponent has four. Two of his guys had zero points. Ouch. I don't understand. I still really don't understand how the scoring works in that but <laughs> i think i've mentioned that enough times right you, yeah i think you mentioned that enough yeah and then my other league when we're playing two weeks the two week one i'm winning a total of 405 to 228 <laughs> my team went off last week <laughs> scored like 300 points who is your who is your highest scoring player and how many points did they score this week yes uh, Aaron Rodgers, 29.7 points, 268 yards, three touchdowns. And then Justin Herbert had 27. So you have two quarterbacks? Yeah, it's an we don't have any defense. So we have uh, two flexes and an offensive player. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I mentioned it, but I am taking the Jaguars in this game. <laughs> I don't. Uh, there's okay. a, there isn't really much to be said about it because it it really could either team could win this game. Yeah. Personally, I don't really care about this game at all, so I didn't put much thought into the. Yeah, bit. I didn't. I didn't put much thought into it either. I just knew that the Jags got blown out last week, so I'm expecting them to repeat. Yeah. Uh, up next, we got uh, another New York team, the Giants, going into Philadelphia to play the Eagles. What are you thinking? Uh, I think the Eagles are going to get the win. You know, we'll see how they play tonight against the football team. But, you know, I think the Eagles are going to pull it out. You know, they got Jalen Hurts, uh, Devontae Smith, and they've got a somewhat decent f- defense. So I think the the uh, Eagles are going to pull it out. Because Daniel Jones, I saw, wasn't playing this past week for the uh, Giants, actually. Is he not? Is he on COVID list or something? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's injured. They're just they just all have COVID. Um well, he's down for the rest of the season due to a neck injury. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I think yeah, I think I did see that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm taking nice. I'm taking the Eagles as well. Mm-hmm. Um they they lost by like four or five a couple weeks ago to the Giants, but I feel like they're gonna learn from the mistakes and bounce back here. Neither team is a particularly great team, but I believe in uh What's his name? Jalen Hurts a lot more than I do anybody on the Giants yeah. roster. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did you see the one? Did you see Saquon Barkley's one uh, catch on the highlights? 
The yeah, that that was all the gloves though. Yeah, oh yeah, that was definitely all the gloves. Yeah. That speaks to how much the how much is on those gloves. Oh yeah. They they banned stickum, but they just put the stickum on the gloves now. Yeah. Call it adhesive or whatever whatever <laughs> it's called. <laughs> all right, moving on to the Bucks Panthers NFC South matchup. I think it's pretty simple. Uh we'll just skip right through this. The I'm I'm taking the Bucks. Yeah. You know, they lost nine to zero against the Saints. It's Tom Brady better come back. So he, yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah, we Did all expect the, the tweet from the Saints uh cornerback, whatever his name was, that yeah. about the yeah. I feel like that's gonna come back to bite him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Santa, can you uh, can I get a new Microsoft Surface? <laughs> My friend broke his and I'd really appreciate it. Because I think yeah. if you give Tom Brady another chance to play that team, he's not going to lose. He's especially oh, yeah. not going to get shut yeah, out. I saw, I saw NFL memes uh, posted on Instagram. They put, like, things Tom Brady can't beat. And it was, like, Eli Manning, uh, Nick Foles. Eli Manning, Nick Foles, and the regular season Saints. <laughs> yeah. And it, to be honest, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. The Saints – are they in a playoff spot right now? Uh, I think they're in the wild card. They're not. They're sitting outside the wild card, but they're tied with the Vikings. I think they just gotcha. have some points for. Is that how it works for the wild card? If it's a tie, points for? Uh, I think so. Or it's like, I think it's head-to-head matchups, but if they haven't played each other. And then it's probably different points for yeah. or, difference or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely something like that. I don't know. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I also saw the comparisons between that and Odell kicking the kicking net, which I don't really find fair at all. Because I feel like the only reason the Odell thing was kind of blown out of proportion was because the net hit him back in the face. Oh, so, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> I think another meme, I think I saw another post, actually. It was like, Tom Brady throws a Microsoft Surface tablet, and he call, people call it passion, but when Odell Beckham kicks something, it's called, he's a locker room drama queen or something like that <laughs> i didn't even see that as a drama queen i just thought it was funny that it, oh yeah yeah that kicked back oh yeah 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 all right what game do we got next we have the chargers and texans again another pushover game i'm gonna i'm taking the charges i don't know i don't know about you yeah the chargers are a much better team than the texans yes yeah they're still uh, fighting for, they might actually be in a playoff spot no they're not are they the Texans? The spot. No, the yeah, the Chargers have the the second wild card spot. Yeah, okay. I, I thought you were talking about the Texans. Texans win this game. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I think they were the first team that was like mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Yes. All right. Yeah, moving on. We got. Yeah, you're taking the Chargers. Okay. Yeah, we got the Bears and the Seahawks next. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks. Uh, I don't know who uh, you got. Yeah, I'm taking the Bears. This is another game that really doesn't matter and could go either way but i i don't know i feel like the bears are gonna win this one yeah all right next up we got the steelers against the chiefs uh, i'll let you i'll let you start for this pick uh i know i don't know if you're gonna pick with your heart or your brain here but i feel like this should be a no-brainer kc pick they've been on a really hot they've been they've been hot the last what four or five weeks they're on yeah, a, they have been pretty hot yeah oh they're on a Seven-game winning streak, I believe. Yeah, and they're back in the number one seed. And they oh, they're back to the number one so, seed. Yeah, yeah. So I feel yeah. like this is no brainer. KC is going to win it. The Steelers, Steelers might have a chance, but I don't yeah. Know. That, so 
like you said, my heart is picking the Steelers because, you know, Steelers fan over here. Uh, but, you know, I think the Steelers genuinely do have a chance to win because, you know, they're starting – they're finally starting to get back on their defense uh, from – back from injuries and, like, little knick-knack uh, injuries and stuff like that. Um, you know, the offense is slowly starting to refine its stride that it did when they were on that three four-game winning streak back earlier in the season. So I think it's going to be close. Um, you know, Travis Kelsey uh, was on went on the COVID nineteen protocol uh, for the NFL, and I don't know if he's going to be back for the game or not. I think he just went into it yesterday, so we'll see what happens with that. So I think the Steelers do have more of a chance, even though Patrick Mahomes is you know Patrick Mahomes. But you know, so I'm going to stick with the Steelers in this game, not just as a fan, but you know, kind of as like my underdog pick for this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you happen to see? This kind of has to do with the Steelers. Did you kind? Did you happen to see the thing with Jackson Mahomes in the bar in Kansas City? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> the whole like, yeah, I, I saw and I actually saw another meme saying that if Jackson Mahomes' brother wasn't named Patrick, or like if his last name wasn't Mahomes, and it had a video of him like flipping burgers at McDonald's or something like that. <laughs> that he'd Honestly, be absolutely, yeah, that he'd, he'd be absolutely yeah. nowhere. Yeah. My, I think my favorite line is, "We survived a global pandemic. We'll survive your ego." You know, yes, yes, that was a good. That I like that line as well. Yeah. I think they did come out and like give an apology after that, saying that they shouldn't have done that. But regardless, he deserved he deserved to hear that. No, he, no, he yeah. deserved that. Like, yeah. And I do you remember? So they remember the Isaiah Stewart and LeBron James uh, fight in Detroit. Yeah. But well, fights like altercation. And there was a meme that came out. Um, it was it was kind of funny, but also not really. When they talked about like Jackson Mahomes trying to uh, step on players' jersey numbers that ever like died, and think talking about Demarius Thomas and stuff like that, and it had Isaiah Stewart like running through everyone. <laughs> I just thought that was funny, but also no. shouldn't be shouldn't be doing that. Jackson should not be doing that at all. Does he have an actual job, or is he? Does I he think just, he's one of those people who he's like a quote influencers, but he's he just really makes money off like Instagram brand deals and stuff. And his name, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right whatever. Uh, Next back, game. Back on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next game is Denver uh, going into Vegas. Who you got? Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders in this game. Um, they played well against the Browns uh, to squeak by, and the Broncos. I've been playing well, but haven't been able to like seal the deal in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to stick with the Raiders in this game. Yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. The Broncos haven't they definitely haven't been a bad team this season, but they haven't been the greatest. So and they also lost Teddy Bridgewater this week, and I'm not sure. Yeah. You know who their backup quarterback is? Uh, I think Drew Locke. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, Broncos. Yeah. yeah, it is. He's only thrown 40 passes this season. Yeah. Yeah, Drew Locke will probably be getting the start this week. So, uh, when did he last play? Well, besides this week, like a month ago. So I don't know. Yeah, I just don't feel like they're gonna be able to win this game. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think they're gonna be able to. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving on. We got the Sunday night football game, the Washington football team against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to take the Cowboys in this game. Well, just because they are better. And well, that's a fact. So yeah, that's 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 kind of along the lines of my same reasoning. Yeah, we also haven't seen Washington play yet this week because oh, yeah. 
yeah. COVID stuff, but uh, they're also this is going to give them a shorter week, so I feel like that'll play into yeah. it as well. Yeah, Tuesday to Sunday is five days, so yeah, we'll probably rest for a day and you know do all that good stuff. And the final game Monday night, the Dolphins are going to play the Saints in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I'm going to actually take the Dolphins in this game. They've been on a, I think they're on a six-game winning streak right now. Actually, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they've been playing extremely well. So that's why I'm going to stick with the Dolphins. I think they're going to get like, I think they're going to win one of their next three games. And I think this game is the is this um, because I don't know who they're playing next, but I'm sure it's divisional games. And if they play the Jets, that means they'll get probably two wins. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to differ from you here, and I'm gonna take the Saints. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like they're riding high off the win this week against the Bucs, and I feel like I don't know. I I just feel like they're the better team in this situation, despite how yeah. good the Dolphins have been playing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the Dolphins have the Saints, Titans, and Patriots. Yeah, so, so I think they'll. I think we'll get this win against the Saints this week, but I don't know about the next two weeks with the Patriots and Titans. Yeah, I have a hard time believing they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. Especially considering how deep the AFC is this year. Exactly, yeah. There might actually, there might honestly be five above 500 teams that don't make the playoffs this oh, year. Oh, for sure, there will be. Yeah. There two, there's two right now that are sitting outside the wild card. Yeah. All right. All right. You said you wanted to get into some different things uh, about col- about the college game and the, or COVID. Uh, which one did you want? What direction did you want to head in first? Yeah, so it's it's bowl season for college football right now. We've had we've had a couple already, and then we have the bigger games coming up around New Year's. Mm-hmm. But kind of a big topic every year, and especially in the past probably five years or so, is that like the top prospects in the NFL draft and even some of the lower prospects. Op, choose to opt out of their bowl games mm-hmm. to like prepare for the NFL draft and like to to not have, take the chance of getting injured in that bowl game. I just kind of wanted to know your thoughts on that because it's something that I kind of feel I have a strong opinion about. Yeah, so it makes sense on why the players opt out of the games for to prepare for the NFL draft. And I know that this isn't related, but transfers can also not participate in the bowl games as well which it makes sense because they never played the entire season. But it's just turnaround for the guys declaring for the draft that, you know, they played the entire season. And, you know, even though the draft is in April, and the combine, combine's a few weeks before, the I personally, I feel like the players should play. But I understand where the guys are coming from. Like, hey, they don't want to risk the chance of getting injured. But, you know, they've, you've been playing with your entire team, the guys you've been training with for probably two or three, four years now. And I just go out with a, another signature win, you know, in a bowl season. But I understand where the playing's from, but I feel like they should still play in the game, even though it's, even if it's just that, even if it's at the cost of, you know, losing the game, but I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. I, I get the idea that like, I know they don't want to risk injury and I'm like, I'm not trying to shame anybody for stepping out of a bowl game, but for me, I think it says something about their competitive drive mm-hmm. that they're opting to not play in the biggest game of the season. That they've yeah. gone, they've gone the whole season, and this is like the culmination, and they're choosing to like, this step is, out and theory, say, "Ah, good." Yeah, in theory, this is like the team's like national championship game, even though there's only four teams that play. It's played their, it's their playoffs. 
Yeah, exactly. It's their playoff game. And, it was, it, and to be honest, it makes the fans want to watch the games less because all these star players aren't playing in the, in the game. So it sucks that we won't be able to see some of the top prospects, but, you know, it's ultimately not our decision. We're just the guys who get to talk about it. So. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I saw a quote from uh, Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. He said that I wouldn't be in this position without them. I won't just leave when he was yeah. asked whether he was going to opt out. So I don't know. I feel like that speaks to it. Like these are the guys that you've you've worked with and you've battled with for three four years, and now at the the biggest moment, you're just gonna you know just gonna choose to later. leave. Yeah, it's like that SpongeBob meme. I I'm gonna head out. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, I understand where they're coming from, but like you said, it speaks volumes when players are just not leaving because, you know, I got to prepare for the draft. And in a way, it sound, it's in a way it sounds selfish the way we're talking about it, but like like we keep saying, at the end of the day, it's their decision. And Yeah. I would yeah. rather watch in the game, play in the it game. Is, it is. In some respects, you can consider it selfish, but at the same time, you can completely understand where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. As, yeah. as a teammate of these guys, though, like how would you feel about that? Um, that's tough because you could, you really could take it two ways. Like we've been talking about just with the players opting out. I mean, you could say, yeah, I'm happy for you. Go get that bag up in the NFL. But especially now, like you're, this is the last game of the entire season. The last time these group, the group of seniors that are graduating who took a COVID year to gra- to go for their grad year, they're just, you know, like they did, they played their last game of the regular season without knowing that these top guys who are committed, going to the draft like they didn't realize that that was their last game playing with them and it's kind of sentimental that to be like oh i played my last game with you and i didn't even know it like yeah but you know i think i think it kind of comes down to like mutual respect for at least some of the guys like i know at least for me personally i've had a situation where i've had like guys leave a team that i was expecting them to stay and then Mm -hmm. i kind of felt disrespected in that situation so it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like some of those teammates are probably feeling disrespected. But at the same yeah. time, you can, you can completely understand where these guys are coming from, that they don't oh, want yeah. to take that risk. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, when you're game planning for an opponent, you're hoping, you're planning that, you know, these top guys, like the kids that are you've been around and leaned on for the entire season are going to be there for you in that game. And when they just said, yeah, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go prepare for the draft and not – participate in the game with you guys it's kind of it very much does suck but you know it leaves the opportunity for new faces that we've never seen on the college level and moving into the next season too so yeah yeah there's some there's some big names that are offered out though oh yeah there's a lot of big names i know the um the defensive end from oregon yeah oregon he's there on thibodeau yeah i don't know how to pronounce his last name but i think it's thibodeau yeah i think it is and then also Kenneth Walker opted out. Yeah, he was so, a high. So did final. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, two highs. Which, which surprised me. Yeah, because this is. I mean, it kind of makes sense because it is his senior. Is it? He's a senior, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's just surprising to me whenever I see quarterbacks opt out. Oh yeah, especially yeah. with one who's played as well as he has this season. Like I know we'll probably have Jack on in the next week or two weeks or yeah, three, something week, like that yeah. pit, so we'll be able to ask him about that but yeah i don't know i mean by that point i think the if we uh we can honestly we could bring him on next week before the bowl game starts for pit but yeah who's pit playing in that bowl game 
I do. Uh, they're oh, they're playing Michigan State. State. Oh, they're playing Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah, in the um, Peach Bowl. In the Peach Bowl, yeah. So, two so that's going to be a game with a lot of opt outs. Yeah, two of the top guys on each team's opted out of the game. So, plus Demary Mathis, the cornerback, Pitt's cornerback, opted out too. Oh like yeah. That. All right. Is there something you wanted to talk about now? I know you want to talk about the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I think we might as well just talk about it right now. Take a little break from sports, but um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, uh, to yeah. Say it one word or less. Wow. You know that was. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I know. I know. We probably don't want to talk about it too much to avoid spoiling the movie for people that yes. haven't seen it. But for me personally, that it was maybe the greatest Marvel movie that has been made. Yeah, I, I agree. It was, it's definitely in the top three and it's not two or three. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for people who are listening right now and have not seen the movie, you need to go. Like, yeah. up, you need to go see this movie. Even if you're not a Marvel fan, even if you're just like enjoy seeing movies, it's in a movie that everyone can enjoy no matter how much, inv- how invested you are into yeah. Marvel movies. And especially if you like, if you have seen the Spider-Man movies and you know the Marvel movies, like watching that movie, there are so many like little things also oh. that you, that you appreciate so much. Like yeah, exactly, watching the yeah. movies, it's like it's like yeah. those moments are like, wow, like they really did that. Yeah, and it brings. I will say, I don't want to give away too much, but it does bring back a lot of nostalgia with with all the villains that come in. You know, we've already seen uh, the Green Goblin and Doctor Octavius Doc, Doc. come in. It's it's a great movie all around. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what the future is of Marvel because I've I've they've, heard that Tom Holland and Spider Man are gonna be are here for like three more movies. Yeah, they've I know they've already started working on the script for the fourth movie, which I'm yeah, yeah I, and we got Doctor Strange two coming up shortly. Doc, yeah, yeah, the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I still haven't seen the Venom movies, so I should probably watch those. But yeah. Because the uh, the post credit scene of the Let There Be Carnage, the newest Venom, it talks about it has um, Peter Parker in it because like the Sony and Marvel agreement, I guess, is like expired. So they're yeah. kind of like yeah. bringing that all together. I'm hoping that they'll bring in the X Men. Yeah, like revamp. That's definitely a possibility. Yeah. I don't know what where Marvel stands with the rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly either. But Chris Evans, actually, who plays Captain America. In the first installment of X-Men, no, wait. No, that's Fantastic Four. Never mind. Yeah. Completely regard what I was <laughs> saying. I was thinking about two completely different things. But, uh, yeah, I would not I would enjoy seeing X-Men in there, especially with, like, I, yeah. I wouldn't be mad at seeing a Fantastic Four movie that was actually good. Yeah. Because <laughs> both of them have been terrible. Those were actually, right. all three of them have been terrible. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Is there something else you wanted to wanted to talk about in this episode? Uh, I don't know. Before we we could talk about a little bit like COVID in the NFL or not the NFL in the NBA and the NHL because it's been it's been disrupting a lot of things recently. Yeah, and we t- we kind of alluded it to it earlier about the Browns game where like literally half their team was out because they were in COVID nineteen protocol. Yeah, the the NBA has over 70 players in protocol right now, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you think they're going to go on pause? Because the NHL already has. They announced 
Well, um, I don't think I don't think they will. I saw a report saying that they won't go back to like the bubble for the NBA games, even though oh COVID no, has- the players are not going to agree to go back into it. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, if anything, I feel like the they'll go on pause. Like they'll try to get closer to All Star break, where they had that like week off already. And then maybe we'll just put yeah. it like a week before All Star break and after, which is it's in February, so it's only like a, another month. But who knows? Because like I was actually listening on the radio driving back to my house to, when we did this, and it said that Dr. Anthony Fauci thought that, in all his infinite wisdom, that if since Omicron has come so quickly, it's going to die off pretty quick. But then again, that's that's was also the case with, uh, you know. The original COVID nineteen variant, you know. Yeah. Well, supposedly, supposedly it's weaker than the other ones, so hopefully it'll yeah. it'll transform and mutate into a, more of a cold type situation. But yeah, hopefully. Yeah, the NHL, the NHL is on pause from tomorrow until after Christmas, like a four day pause, just to oh, like okay. settle down a little bit because they already stopped. I think there's the Bruins being one of them. There's four or five teams that are that were completely postponed for like the last week until after the holiday break. And then they also stopped like games between Canadian and American teams until after the holidays. Mm-hmm. They're also probably not going to the Olympics now, which sucks. First off, let's set the stage oh, for Cleveland. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find the exact number of how many players are in COVID protocol in the NFL. In the NFL, it's probably a lot. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. So the NHL, they didn't go to the Olympics in 2018. Because I don't, there was, it's like it's like a big thing because it's right in the middle of the season, so the league doesn't usually want players to go because it really disrupts the season and they have to go on pause for like two weeks. Yeah. But they worked out a deal with the PA to come back for Beijing, and then in I think it's in Italy in four years from now. But there's now now there's like, I think I think they're saying that if a player tests positive in Beijing, they have to quarantine for five weeks before returning to the U.S., which Whoa. is ridiculous. And doesn't actually even make sense. So that's I think that's going to deter the league and any players even from wanting to go over there and play, despite how much they may want to and how much fans would want to see it. Yeah, I'm just calculating. You doing some? I'm not even. I'm not even halfway through the teams, and there's already 131 players. (laughs) Wow, that's over two full of teams. So there's over 200 players. Oh, there's that. As of when was this? As of five hours ago, there were 200 players in COVID-19 protocol. Well, that's like four whole teams worth of players yeah, in protocol. Four teams <laughs> players in COVID. <laughs> Let's hope they can get through the rest of the season. Yeah, I know. And I really want, and I'm really hoping that we can finish this bet, you know, where you're going to be wearing a Christmas suit at the end of the year. So. <laughs> I'm excited for who do you what's your Super Bowl pick right now? Oh, right now to make the Super Bowl that's tough because like we keep talking about like the NFC is AFC, excuse me, is just absolutely loaded. And any team could be any team in in a week. Uh I'm going to in the NFC, it's either going to be the Cardinals or the Packers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, Packers 
for the NFC to represent the NFC. And then the AFC, uh, I'm going to go with either the Chiefs or I want to say the Patriots, which pains me to say, and I know you want to hear. Uh, I think I'm going to, my final pick would probably be the Chiefs and the Packers. I think. I think that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to, I'm going to go the, what's been, the predicted, not the the wanted storyline all season, and I'm going to say Bucks Patriots. That's that's as much, as much as it might not happen. That's what I want to see. I, would I love to watch honestly, it. even though that wasn't my pick, I would absolutely love to see that. I that I think that'd be very very cool to see. You know, the Tom Brady going up against his old team. I think that'd be I'm, crazy. I'm excited to be back on campus for Super Bowl weekend. I think that's going to be... Yeah. In, the New, in New England area, I'm yeah. sure that... Yeah. 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 We should definitely try to get um, Ethan, uh, who lives on our floor, we should try to get him on for an episode because I'm sure he'd love to talk about... Yeah, for sure. Patriots, really. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got I got one more thing written down if you want to talk about it or yeah. we can call it now. No, you, yeah, we're good. We can keep talking. Yeah, so Kyrie's gonna re- he's entered oh, yeah. the COVID protocol and he's probably gonna return in the next week or two yeah yeah so with the deal with that is he's allowed to he's coming back to the team but he's only allowed to play in away games because the New York City COVID-19 guidelines says that since he's unvaccinated he has to he can't participate in home games for the Nets um, what did you think about him coming back or him even opting out out because he was unvaccinated well i think it's like like when you're trying to, when you're thinking about Kyrie, you can't label him as like a bad guy because he's not a bad guy and oh, that's yeah no he's no. done he's done so much good for like the communities and stuff and like he's just he, he really does care about yeah. the world but i think it's i think i read this article earlier and i, I have it pulled up now and i think this first sentence is like the pinnacle of like defining Kyrie Irving and it says those foolish enough to form a unified theory of Kyrie Irving has spent a decade getting outfoxed by a mercurial weirdo which I think kind of yeah because ultimately he's not like whatever you think he's gonna do he'll probably do the opposite yeah and like you you kind of said he's done so much for the community he's had good intentions but he's never people have always criticized him because he put himself first and like taking care of himself or like, spe- I think he said one time speaking out for the speak speechless or something like that. It, he's, he's had good intentions. He's just, you know, his brain not- just works differently. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's, I think that's an understatement to being completely honest. Like it's just an understatement of how different he, th- he views the world. The other day he posted a picture of Muhammad Ali, like, when he was protesting for civil rights on his Instagram story with no context. But I think the intent is apparent there for what he thinks, what he's compared himself to. I don't really think that's a valid comparison, but you know, that's, that's Kyrie being Kyrie. Yeah. Cause Muhammad Ali was protesting, like being the draft in the Vietnam war. Like he went to prison for five years. Yeah. Didn't want to join the military. So that was part of the reason for him, but this isn't as serious as being drafted for a war. It's, only it's, a virus. He doesn't. He doesn't want to get a shot, and that's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, they, I, they said that if <laughs> this, this, this is 
even more Kyrie, but they said that there's a plant-based vaccine that's being manufactured in Canada, and he said that he would like there's a good chance that he would take that. Yeah, and I which, think I, yeah, it would it would sound more believable. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to add, or are we going to call uh, the episode I think, here? I think we're good. I mean, you know, it's been a productive last hour, pretty much, of recording. I'm glad that we have more of a freedom to talk for as long or as short as we want to, to yep. because we don't have to talk for 50 minutes on the radio. So, no, it was a good episode. Glad we had it. Come back next week, guys. Thank you for listening in. Uh, we don't know who we're going to have on yet, but um, I think we'll – post like on our story or something or we'll make yep. some sort of formal announcement to see who we're going to bring on next uh nonetheless it should be a good episode uh th- we think appreciate you guys tuning in uh make sure to follow us and like us on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts uh cameras anything you'd like to say before we wrap it up here uh yeah i'd just like to wish everybody listening a merry christmas christmas is this saturday so yeah. wait we'll come back i think we'll come back next week and talk about like you know, what do we do for Thanksgiving? What do we do? I almost said Thanksgiving. <laughs> what What do we do for Christmas? What was your favorite gift? And all that, all that good jazz. So Yeah, but I that hope everybody has a happy holidays. Yes, exactly. Yes. In, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yes, thank you for tuning in. Happy holidays. Crazy, she don't like the way